the Shraps Podcast Network. I'm your host, Luca, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Anthony. What's going on, man? What's going on, dude? Um, I hope everything's well with you, bro. I haven't seen you in like two months, man. You've been locked in your fucking house. But that doesn't mean that we haven't been delivering fire fucking episodes lately. Um, if you guys want more episodes like these about hip-hop, you guys could always join us at our network, um, at NFR Podcast on Twitter. Um, Lou, let's get into this, bro. So what was your first expectations for the Travis Scott bracket, bro? I was super excited, man, just to see, you know, how people would come together, you know, for this bracket and just give their opinions because that's what we're, we're all here for. Um, this podcast is constantly going to bring you guys episodes every two weeks where, you know, it's either a tournament, a debate or something interactive where your opinions can be heard. And as we go through the, the different rounds of this bracket today, we're also going to be shouting out some of your tweets. Most definitely. You know, we took into account everything you guys were telling us. Um, you guys absolutely love the way we did our last stuff. So, you know, we love you guys. Like, thank you guys so much for always fucking with us and rocking with us. So, Lou, let's get it starting, bro. What did you think about the results in round one and what shocked you and what didn't? Um, I feel like I was just I was shocked by how some clo- uh, how close some of the polls were. Um, but, you know, there were a lot of obvious picks, um, especially the first uh, matchup. So let's get started. We're going to dive through all three rounds and we're going to tell you guys, you know, which songs we think should have advanced. Okay. So to start off, Mm -hmm. we have Drugs You Should Try It versus Grey and Drugs You Should Try It won by 92%. This wasn't surprising at all. First of all, um, I don't even think Grey is is a top five song on its respective album. That's my opinion. It's kind of a skippable for me. Um, And Drugs You Should Try It is easily one of the most iconic Travis Scott songs. Like, and most diehard Travis fans do say it's their favorite song. And the best part about it is just how beautiful it was. Like, it's just, it's not your typical trap song. Like, you know, like it gives me that lovey-dovey vibe, but it's done in such a psychedelic way. And I think that was my first ever introduction to like a real Travis Scott aesthetic. For sure, man. It's definitely, to me, as trippy a song. And what I love is the way he kind of distorts his voice um, to blend it within the melody of the song. Like, I found that was amazing. But nonetheless, I do feel like Grey is underrated, man, just because of that last verse, you know, where he kind of talks about his father cutting him off financially and, you know, how his childhood friend was locked up for doing some dumb shit. Um, it was just, it was some introspection from Trav that I, I wasn't expecting on days before, but I got it nonetheless. But look, I think at the end of the day, Drugs You Should Try It is a favorite and it might go on to the final. Most definitely. I think this is going to be a final pick. I think, I think this and 90210 are going to make it to, uh, are going to make it past each other. Um, but listen, I want to talk about a bit more about Grey. The reason why I find it's a skippable is just, um, I find it, it doesn't fit the whole aesthetic of days before, like days before was very loud. It was very in your face. It was very, you know, like, how could I put it? basement freestyle? That's the perfect way I could put it. Just very loud. Yeah, no, and, it, this and, and definitely had. It was definitely more minimalistic and it was more calm of a song, but I find I find it was a perfect outro for the album. Most definitely, Lou. I want to get on to Astro Thunder and through the late night. And bro, this is one you know this is one bracket that um, I, I kind of feel bad for because I fuck with Astro Thunder and it's in a top three Travis song for me. It's a top three Travis song for you. Yeah, most wow. definitely. Well, my favorite, my, my favorite. I don't know about you guys. I don't know what's subjective to you, but it's it's top three for me, most definitely. Um, the way that I look at Astro Thunder is kind of like, well, if you look at Astro World as the as the amusement park that it is, 
I picture Act- Astro Thunder as kind of the merry-go-round, where it's more of a peaceful ride that makes everyone happy, right? Because it's just those calm vibes are perfect. You know, it's placed in the middle of the album and it's the perfect break from all the action and all the fucking, you know, wild production you're hearing throughout. So for me, it feels like an awesome interlude. But, you know, if you look at Through the Late Night, you know, the first collaboration between Travis and Kid Cudi, um, I think it's I think it's it's deserving to beat Astro Thunder. Um, I, I see why people would vote. For, you know, that's why I didn't mix my my personal opinion with saying that it's the best or it's a, it is a top three Travis song, like meaning like as as far as strength goes. Um, it's it's in mm-hmm. my top three favorite. But the reason why um I think so many people vote for Through the Late Night is is that nostalgic factor. I mean, it's the first time you ever hear. Well, no, it's not the first time. Is it the first time? Is Baptized yeah, in it, Fire? Yeah, it, it's it, it's their first collaboration. Yeah, yeah. If, even before Baptized Baptized in Fire. Yes, sir. Okay, so um, since it's their first collaboration, I feel as if that's the first time um, people kind of got the Scots. That's the first nostalgic time people, you know, heard that Kid Cudi and Travis Scott aesthetic blending in together. And what's pretty incredible is that Travis Scott has modeled his whole career around Kid Cudi. For you guys that don't know, um, Travis Scott's name is actually um, described, um, is sorry, is actually uh, formed around um, Scott Miscuddy, like that, and that's how it goes together. So it's kind of incredible to see that Travis Scott's childhood hero creates him one of his most iconic songs. And I definitely think it's still their best collaboration. And you can't forget, you know, Cuddy's phenomenal humming, man. Like that shit just grabs your oh, attention crazy. right away. Crazy. Anyways, uh, let's move on to the next matchup, which is Anecdote versus the versus Butterfly Effect. Man. First of all, I don't know why so many of you guys were fucking complaining about Butterfly Effect being against Anadote. Like, oh, these are crazy. Ba-. Listen, dude, Anadote takes this every single fucking time. I don't care what you guys tell me. It, it's <laughs> not it. A, Butterfly Effect is not a better fucking song than Anadote, bro. Anadote is Travis Scott's most diverse song that he has created, and it is his most complete. You will get every single side of Travis Scott within Anadote, and it is literally the song that has made his career. So you can't tell me a, a twenty a twenty. 16 is it 2016 yeah a 2016 soundcloud release is is 2015 2015 something no it's not 2015 where you're talking about butterfly effect or yeah but butterfly effect yeah oh yeah that that was released in uh in 2017 i believe yeah okay 2017 you're not going to tell me a 2017 soundcloud release is better than one of travis scott's best songs so that's the way i feel about it but lou people definitely didn't fuck with that whole matchup I think, look, Anadote won by 59%, um, so it did have the majority, but I just, it's, I think it's obvious, man. It's his ultimate banger, and like, if Most I'm at definitely. a party and someone's asking me which Travis song to play, I'm playing Anadote. You know what I mean? Right away. Like, that's the shit that just gets people fucking vibing right away. So, um, let's move on to two songs off of Days Before. We have Backyard and Don't Play. Okay, listen. You guys broke my heart with this one. Cause it wasn't it wasn't even close. You guys absolutely broke my heart. I, I wanted to see Backyard go further. Backyard is like okay. A lot of people claim that Travis Scott doesn't have lyrical capabilities or that his content is not is, is not nice enough. There's no substance to it. It's, it's plastic. It's fake. Mm-hmm, listen, exactly. Listen to Backyard. At the end of the day, it's literally one of his best lyrical songs that he probably has. He gives so much introspect, like so much introspectiveness on his life and so many personal anecdotes and like how he was eight guys in a two bedroom a summer before recording music. And that's why I think there's so much value in in, in Backyard. But hey, guys, yeah. listen, don't play as a banger anyways. 
For sure. Honestly, I was just, for me personally, Backyard just might be my favorite song half of days before Rodeo. So I was sad to see mm-hmm. it go. Um, but I do respect, you know, Don't Play just because I thought it was genius for Trav to incorporate a pop band, you know, at the beginning of the song. Like, you know, that was a, a bold move, but it really worked. Um, Big Sean also had a great verse. You know, he was able to match Trav's energy on the song. Um, so look, it was experimental from Trav, so I do, I do appreciate it. But at the end of the day, you know, that insight that we received from Trav on Backyard is just, it's way more, you know, memorable to me. Most definitely. And I am, I think that Don't Play was also kind of like, um, a big part of Don't Play for me is Big Sean. You know, I think Big Sean does does body Trav in some sort of way. I mean, that may be a hot take. But oh, really? Dude, like, yeah, but dude, that's one of Big Sean's best features. That's one of the Big Sean's oh, for sure. best features. And, and I can't really put um, a song where Travis didn't even like meet meet big sean's expectations in front of something like backyard like that just doesn't make sense for me but i want to move on to a to a to two matchups um that were obviously you know this was pretty obvious like you, you can't tell me that maria i'm drunk is not advancing on this bro you can't tell me maria i'm drunk is not advancing and it crushed it man maria i'm drunk beat okay all right by having 86 percent of the votes um and i to me this is obvious man um, you know, with the, with the production from Manish Travis Travis himself and Frank Dukes and Frank Dukes, excuse me, you know, you have this mystical atmosphere and these synthesizers which kind of make you visualize like this cloudy scenery or maybe there's smoke in the room, and then you hear you know Trav come in and he, pers- he personifies weed as a girl and he's saying how he's lost without Maria and that he's looking for her. I thought that was super inventive from Trav. But at the end of the day, man, it was Thugger who came in and stole the song for me. Oh, you think so? Yeah. And look, don't get me wrong. Justin Bieber fucking killed it. Like, he yeah, I want to talk people. about that. Yeah. So t- tell me how you felt about Justin Bieber on uh, Maria, I'm Drunk. Okay. So before. Okay. So when I was a kid, um, as every sort of, I think, boy in elementary school um, used to think, you know, Justin Bieber is this, Justin Bieber is that, you know, fuck him. He doesn't make good music. But <laughs> when I heard Justin Bieber's verse on this track. I'm like, dude, this is one of the best Travis Scott features. Well, you know, a feature that has um, star-studded on an album, in my opinion, is is this Justin Bieber verse. This is one of the best guest features I've ever seen on a Travis Scott song. On a Travis Scott song. Honestly, um, yeah, man. And, and I, I, just... I and I I do think that you know Justin Bieber didn't write it. Like that's just my opinion. Uh, but for the most part, his delivery was amazing. The way he he complexed his vocals with the whole track was amazing, and it just it showed us that Justin Bieber is actually a really talented artist. At the end of the day, for sure, man, because people didn't know that he had that versatility and that he'd be able to tap into a rap song and actually provide a solid verse. So that was cool. Um, okay, all right, only got fourteen percent of the votes. Um, it's a good track. I like the fact that it's kind of you know separated into do into two different parts. Um, what I don't like about it is that Trav kind of, he tries to resemble Cuddy a little bit too much at the end of his first verse, um, but Schoolboy kills his feature, um, and I also love SZA on the outro, Most but definitely. it just, it doesn't compare to me to, um, you know, the way that Thug manipulates his fucking voice, man, on Maria I'm Drunk, like that was just breathtaking. Yeah, not only that, but this is what this wasn't even a main track off of Rodeo. This is a bonus. Um, yeah. But nonetheless, Schoolboy Q absolutely, absolutely ripped his verse apart. It was so dark. It was so grimy. And and I do fuck with the hook on it. I think that's the most like iconic part about the about Okay, All Right is the hook. Um, For so, sure. 
you know, but that says a lot about the track itself. So thankfully, uh, <laughs> the gods did prevail and they did let Justin Bieber and Thugger get to see another day. I want to talk about this, bro. When you saw this next matchup, what, what, what went through your head? Like, what was something you're like, oh, fuck, like this is going at each other now. When you saw yeah, pick up the phone and no bystanders. Man, two summer anthems headed head to head. It was pretty cool to see. At the end of the day, I feel like Pick Up the Phone has had more time to age. And like, it's been, it's still in people's rotation, man. Like almost fucking three summers later. Sorry, it's going to be four summers now that people are still, you know, vibing with this song. Um, don't get me wrong. I love what, you know, what Trav did with No Bystanders. I thought it was a standout from World. Um, you know, Juice World showed out for it. Sheck Wes also was great on the hook. But at the end of the day, man, um, you know, the combination of Quavo, Thugger, and Trav, how could you top that? You can't. I don't think you can, and I, and I, I don't think you ever will. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I remember when, like exactly where I was when I first heard Pick Up The Phone back in 2016. It was the summer, and we just finished coming back from downtown. It was those days, like, you know, you used to go out, you used to go shopping still, like, you were still a kid. And I looked, and I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, Trav just released a new single and this was the Mm -hmm. time where it was dropped as a single where it wasn't on either of the albums and I was so happy to hear it because that was one of the first times I ever got introduced to that culture Quavo like you could start hearing the change in his voice and like the change in his flows that was one of the first times you ever heard it and honestly like no bystanders is fucking ridiculous by the way it's easily one of the best tracks off of um off of astroworld but i just i don't think it, it compares to that nostalgic time in 2016 like it was such a good time in my life and it had such a big part of my listening bro easily also um i just want to give a fun fact out there um quavo has a line on pick up the phone where he says birds in the trap sing brian mcknight and that actually inspired the title for you know for the name of, of trav's album that's crazy it was that line that, that quavo that quavo rapped so that was pretty cool I, I actually didn't know that that's fire bro that's that's Anyways, actually insane yeah so pick up the phone one and honestly it deserves two because it's just one of those bangers that you just never get sick of but shout out to tm88 mike dean and 808 that was one of the the, the craziest productions i heard on astroworld that was for absolutely sure, fucking fire Let's move on to another collaboration from Quavo and Travis. We have Oh My This Side versus Mamacita. I was so surprised and saddened by this. I was so sad by this. I didn't. Bro, I didn't this. Think, this is. This was this is the closest. <laughs> this was the closest poll. This, this came blasphemy. down to the fucking wire, guys. Okay. Um, at the end of the poll, it was 50-50. So it literally came down to a point one percent where Mamacita won. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. I remember I texted Ryan. Ryan's a partner at Strap, by the way, if you guys don't know. And I texted him. I'm like, dude, I'm like, how do I see the results? Because I was I was making the bracket for the next night. And he's like, oh, you got to go on your laptop and check the percentages, the point percentages. And I think it was by 0.7, bro. Like, Mama Sita took it by 0.7. And even at that, bro, Mama, Cita, Mama Cita's not a better track than on my this side. There's no way you're telling me that. There's no it's way really you're telling me that. It's really not. Look... It was it was one of the weakest tracks, to be honest, um, off of days before, in my opinion. And then you know you have um, the that's first a hot take. Colla- that's a hot Sorry? take. That's a really hot take, dude. I got interrupted. That's a hot take. That's a Look, really but hot you take. see, I even saw a lot of people in the comments writing that people only voted for Mamacita because Trav really knows how to perform it at concerts. So, oh, bro, it's crazy. It's one of his best. I, I've seen it live. I've seen it live, and it's it's really ridiculous. It's a ridiculous yeah. track. Uh, but no, yeah, go I, on, I, I don't doubt that. But at the end of the day, I just feel like, you know, to see 
Quavo and Trav rap about, you know, where they come from, you know, right? That's the whole concept of the song, Oh My This Side, you know, where they started and how they got to where they're at. Um, that was amazing. And to see, you know, kind of the beginning, the roots of their chemistry to what would carry on to their collab album, Huncho Jack, that was amazing, man. It was beautiful, you know, to start with this song and to see, you know, how they've evolved as collaborators. Most definitely. And the beat switch on All My This Side is really sick. It's it's one of the best beat switches, I think, that uh, Travis Scott has. It's absolutely crazy. Um, Lou, um, I want to go on to Upper Echelon versus Quintana Part 2 off of Days Before. What did you think about this? And this was kind of like a lower end pick, in my opinion. Like, you know, like this, this pick, you know, this round didn't have that much substance on this side for me. I agree with you because, um, you know, we had Upper Echelon, which honestly was my introduction to Travis Scott. It was it was mine as well. Yes. Um, and I heard it off of GTA 5 back in 2013, like I'm sure many of you have as well. Shout out, shout um, out to Radio Los Santos. So um, basically, you know, the hook has Trav simply rapping about how high he is. But, you know, the, the, the subject matter doesn't really matter here. It's just it's a fucking vibe. Um, and you have Two Chains and Travis's mentor, T.I., who both give phenomenal verses and it's just it's crazy to see that trav had you know this kind of industry backing so early on in his career most definitely and this is a track off of owl Farrell. like this isn't even you know days before travis like and that's what's crazy is that there is some star-studded um features off of this project and and this is the one that sort of leads it for me um but quintana part two is actually um one of my favorite tracks off of days before really um, yeah it's really well done bro it's super well done and i think that the length of it makes it because, you know, as long as it is, it clocks in at what, like four minutes? How long is Quintana yeah, Part 2? Yeah, it, it's around four minutes long. I think it's around four minutes long, but dude, like the whole track carries over with each other. And it's easily one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite Travis beats. It's so nostalgic for me. And I think a lot of people sleep on it because it's just Quintana Part 2. But I think it's better than Quintana. You know, that Look, might be a hot a, take. It, yeah, it, look, it is a good song. I do appreciate Wale's feature. Um, I love how he raps about, you know, being antisocial and not pretending to fuck with just anyone. So that says a lot that he would, you know, collaborate with Trav. Um, but nonetheless, it's also one of his, his most well-known hooks. So I do appreciate the song, but at the end of the day, I feel like Upper Echelon did deserve the win. And it, got, it, did, and it did get 54% of the vote, so I was thrilled with that. Okay, let's move on to side B now. So this is the other side of the bracket. Um, we started off with an absolute banger and probably my favorite Travis Scott song. Travis Scott song, excuse me. It is 90210 versus Stargazing, another crazy track by Travis Scott. Dude, were you even surprised to see the results from this? No, man. Honestly, I was actually, yeah, I was surprised that it was, that it only won by 74%. Like, I expected this to be 100% to zero, yeah. to be honest I, with you, man. I know. Um, to me, to me, 90210 is Travis's best song of all time. Um, and that's just because of, you know, the whole concept of the song, of, you know, him being reflective and, you know, talking about how different people are manipulated by, by a city and, you know, what vices they have in their lives. Um, yeah, that, that whole just, yeah, that whole parallel with, with with the prostitute at the beginning was really, really, really well done. And it sort of had that parallel reflection on his own career, you know, kind of being lost in a city and just trying anything out to make your meets end. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, that's what exactly. really stands by me with 90210. But hey, listen, Stargazing is a really good track. And I remember when I first listened to it, I was so hyped for Astroworld. And it was the first ever promo teaser that came out of it. So when I listened to it, I was kind of like, hey, this is going to be a fucking crazy album, and I am here to listen to it. Shout out Sony Digital, by the way, for the production. 
Yes, sir. Let's move on to the next uh, matchup, which is Sweet Sweet versus Watch. Yeah, you guys. Thank God, bro. If I would have seen Watch get by here, <laughs> I I would have stopped this whole bracket. I, I would like listen. I'm not catering to you guys anymore. If you guys are fucking taking Watch over Sweet Sweet, first of all, Sweet Sweet is probably the best song off of um, off of days uh, off of um, Birds in the Trap. Excuse me. Um, at least in my opinion. Uh, but for the most part, it's just how nostalgic it is, and it's it's one of Travis's best productions, in my opinion. Uh, it's it's a great song, man, and I just I love how hypnotic it feels. Like it just, it's one of his best hooks, and he just his melodies just grab you the whole time. Like you're just you're enthralled by um, by his harmonizing on the song. And for me, Watch is a fucking throwaway. It really is, man. You think so? Um, yeah, I mean, he just dropped it to kind of hype people up before dropping Astroworld. And um, the features weren't fucking great. Um, and then, you know, at the outro, you have Kylie Jenner, who, you know, who, who says, I told him I needed to bust down our new baby, which was super fucking cringeworthy, man. Like, that just ruined the song for me, fam. It <laughs> ruined so the jokes. entire track. It's crazy how people would even think about putting this track in front of sweet, sweet, disrespectful yeah. fucks. The only salvageable part about Watch was the production by Pierre Bourne. Besides that, it was a fucking throwaway. Yeah, shout out Pierre Bourne. Pierre Bourne's fire, bro. He always delivers on his end. Um, so I'm going to go on to two picks that we wanted to kind of troll with you guys with. Um, it's Pray for Love and Wonderful. We were like, fuck it. You know, we know how much you guys fuck with The Weeknd um, and with Travis Scott. So why not take their two biggest songs together and place them against each other? And honestly, I'm really not surprised to see the results bro you're, you're really happy with them yeah yeah i am i think so i, th- I think pray for love is, is is easily a better track than wonderful i think pray for, for love sure. is, is, is one of the best songs off of rodeo like it, it's a really good song it's definitely, I agree, just it's definitely it's, the top 10 tracks yeah because you know trav offers you know one of his best performances ever on that song and just to see you know um the weekend singing about people envying him and how you know how infatuated females are with him. It was it was cool, man. And it was just it was the beginning, you know, of their chemistry as artists to see that kind of develop was awesome. But Wonderful is also a great fucking track. Like Yeah, it is. For it me, is. this could have gone any way. Like it's not like Pray for Love is ways and ways better than wonderful like for me it oh, should have been a closer race i i think it is just because i think i like the weekend's performance much better and you know the production is is really well done bro it's really 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 well yeah. done like that's what happens uh, when exo and travis scott link together um i, do, I want yeah i i want to move on to yosemite versus coffee bean and i'm not that i'm disappointed like you know i kind of expected this but you know i'm surprised to see that a lot of people fuck with coffee bean as much as i do because i saw a lot of people say like hey listen like this shouldn't have been this shouldn't have gone this way yeah no man it's just to me it's just disappointing that 72 percent of you guys voted for yosemite and to me to be totally honest anthony you already know this but yeah um yosemite is like one of my most if not my most hated travis song like for (laughs) me there's no redeemable qualities whatsoever um the production's bad the drums are super basic um the only thing that's okay is the is the guitar driven melody um and I just, for me, I just, my problem was that it didn't feel like it matched up to the high quality that I got um, from the rest of Astroworld. It just, it wasn't on par. Um, and we obviously get the, the notoriously awful feature from Nav, which closes off the song. 
Yeah, um, and that's pretty funny. They fucked up in the masters when they first released that. I'm like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with Nav's voice? Like, why does it sound like this? And it was so jokes because, bro, like, you could barely hear his verse, bro, when it came in. Like, imagine being Travis Scott here and, like, fuck, we screwed that up yeah. real hard. And then you're comparing it to, you know, a phenomenal song in Coffee Bean, which is honestly probably my favorite outro from any Trav album. Most definitely. And, you know, it's because it's, it's so vulnerable and introspective. And also because in terms of production, it's super different from what, you know, Trav usually does. Because this is, you know, more of a boom bap feeling beat. And you also have that, that funk guitar playing in the background. So it was a big risk. And it was, you know one of his most introspective songs ever. So I loved Coffee Bean and I was super sad to see it lose. Yeah, most definitely. Rest in peace, Coffee Bean. I think I actually dropped that in the Coppins. Rest in peace, Coffee <laughs> Bean. But listen, we're going to go on to another one. Like this was another sad loss, bro. But like we're kind of idiots are putting Stop Trying to Be God and, and Goosebumps together because, hey, we know, the po- we know the popularity of Goosebumps, but we also know the quality of Stop Trying to Be God. And I, I know, Lou, how big of a fan you are of this track. Like, I could just imagine how pain, how much pain you are in right now just watching this go down. Yeah, to me, this was like the biggest L of the whole fucking bracket. <laughs> I just, um, personally, look, I think that, you know, there's so much going on in Stop Trying to Be God. There's so much happening and on paper, if you look, just look at it this way. You have James Blake, you have Stevie Wonder, you have Kid Cudi all featured. You have production from Mike Dean and Q Beats. You have so many different factors playing together. And I'm like, okay, this is going to sound like there's too much going on. But no, Travis crafts the perfect song, um, you know, and also there's a message behind the song, right? It's, the, it's about the importance of staying humble, of staying humble and how no artist should see themselves as a god in the music industry. And Stevie Wonder's on the fucking track. <laughs> Stevie, Stevie Wonder and that harmonica, man. Stevie oh, Wonder that was, took that his was fucking orgasmic. harmonica. Stevie Wonder took his fucking harmonica and did an outro for you guys, and you guys are gonna make him lose to Goosebumps? Fam. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. And then, you know, <laughs> Come you, on. Have, you also have James Blake's angelic vocals at the end, man. Like, that was beautiful. I, I yeah. fucking shed a tear when I heard that shit. You know? Bro, come on, guys. You guys got to do better next time. I, I, and I don't want to see so much fucking slander on this shit. Like, bro, you guys could have done a lot better on your performances too, eh? Like, bro, there was some tracks that should have went through that just didn't. But do you think that's just a factor of, like, Travis Scott fans being a bit newer, let's say, to his discography? And, like, that's what For makes sure, it most man. of his discography. For sure, man. And that's actually one of our takes and, you know, one of the tweets we're going to shout out um, but yeah, that's that, that's definitely possibly a factor. But nonetheless, look, I think Goosebumps is obviously a, an amazing track. Of it's course, just not yes. on par. Um, you know, that, that Kendrick fucking performance is super dynamic. And, you know, he goes through three voice changes, you know, in that song. So it's maybe an underrated Kendrick feature. But as a song, I think it is a bit overrated just because, you know, the hook could get repetitive. But nonetheless, um, it's a great song. But to me, Stop Trying to Be God should not have lost and should not have lost by, you know, by 72%. So Most definitely. Um, I want to move on to Can't Say versus The Ends. And a lot of people got mad over this pick. I kind of got mad too because The Ends is, is a really strong track, guys. And, and you made a lose to Can't Say. That's crazy, man. You guys you guys are crazy, bro. What's going on in quarantine with you guys? Man? What the fuck are you guys I, bumping? What are you guys bumping, I really, man? I really don't get it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Can't Say. For sure. You know, I thought that it was an amazing introduction to Don Tolliver. And, you know, when I first heard that feature, I'm like, wow, man, this sounds like a mix of T-Pain and, and Travis himself. And, you know, 
it was just it was so catchy and I still vibe to it to this day but if you just look at the ends and how underappreciated that song is and you know the Andre 3K feature like <laughs> no come this, on man you had it wrong come on man you guys, you guys, you guys had it wrong I'm sorry you guys fucked this up so hard you guys fumbled the bag on this how were we gonna stack a, a Don Tolliver feature next to an Andre 3K feature you guys can't be doing this to me. And and we spoke about how deep that Andre 3K feature is. If I'll give you guys some insight. This is story time with Anthony. Hold on. So this whole sort of vibe and you know the, the whole verse from Andre 3K was actually a, a true story. And it, it happened in Atlanta and it happened while um, Three Stacks was actually a kid. And there was a record label guy that used to go around the, um, the Atlanta neighborhoods and get little, you know, get African-American children and kill them. And he used to promise, um, in order to lure them in, he used to promise them a record deal. So, and Andre 3K is like, yo, like that almost happened to me. And that was sort of like the tone that was set for for Birds in the Trap, bro. Like that's what yeah. I think makes that whole project so good is just that intro. And it, it, it was phenomenal, man. And it was so unexpected to, to get that kind of a verse from Andre 3K on a Travis album, but it was warmly welcomed. And by the way, if you guys want to know more about the uh, the Atlanta, those Atlanta murders that took place between 71 and 81, um, you can catch it on Mindhunter, which is a phenomenal television series that's on Netflix. The whole second season is dedicated to that story. But anyways, look, it's a crime that the ends didn't advance. It really is. It's huge. And, and we felt so bad. And there was a lot of people that were pissed off by this. I think a lot of people just didn't come back just because of that, like, one one choice. And honestly, dude, it is what it is. But we're going to get on to something else. And um, we're going to go on to a Heist in the Room and Sickle Mode. This was so close. You guys kept this so fucking close. What's wrong with you guys, man? Holy um, fuck. Who, who, who do you think should have won? <sighs> Don't tell me Heist in the Room, please. Please don't tell me how you're in the room, man. I think I think it's just because I don't fuck with Sicko Mode at all. <laughs> like, okay. I, I yeah, because it, it, it is Travis's most overplayed song of all time. And, and it's just, it's so cringy. It's such a cringeworthy song. Like, I, I really, like, the beat switch is phenomenal. Like, I think the beat switches are really good, but... And and that's what puts it over the edge for me, because Highest in the Room just has nothing going for me, except for that, those futuristic yeah, sounding synthesizers at yeah, the end. Yeah, you hate it, eh? You really I hate the it. song. I find it's one of his most boring songs ever. There's nothing inventive. There's nothing exciting on the song. Um, and to me, this is the, the number one song for new Travis fans to fuck with. Like... Like if if there's a reason as to why it advanced, I think it's because a lot of the new fans voted for it. That's crazy. Um, but look, Sicko Mode's not an amazing track, but Trap's second verse is fantastic, and like you said, the beat switch is phenomenal. Absolutely, it's absolutely phenomenal. And um, when I first heard it, that was kind of like yo, like I was really bumping this track hard when it first came out. Then once I saw how many fucking girls started playing this man, and I saw all the stories, and I saw all the hype around it, I'm like, yo, this just got ruined for me. Like, there's no way, yeah. there's no way I could keep bumping this because it's just gotten so repetitive. I think I heard it on Virgin Radio once. I'm not joking. <laughs> I heard it on Virgin. Bro, I swear to God, I heard it on Virgin yeah. Radio. It, that, it, yeah, for sure, man. It gets all <laughs> kinds of radio plays. It's, it's fucked up. Okay, um, let's move, let's move let's, on to two bangers, bro. This was a sad one. <laughs> this, this was another this was, loss. This was arguably the toughest matchup of the whole first round. And by the way, guys, thanks for sticking with us. This is the last matchup of the first round. Yes, Things sir. are going to go quicker after this round um, as we give you guys, you know, some Twitter shout outs and some other exciting stuff. But for now, let's dive into this 3500 versus Nightcrawler. What do you prefer? 
oh fuck okay i gotta weigh this in because this is the thing i have to take into account that nightcrawler had one of the most fire chief key verses that i've ever heard but i also gotta take into account that 3500 is one of my favorite link-ups between travis and future so for for me honestly it could have gone any other way because I, I fuck with them both so heavy um i think that their aesthetics perfectly fit the whole vibe of rodeo i think that the productions were super well done but at the end of the day i'm going 3500 bro i think i gotta stick with my boy 3500 this was really tough for me but i'm gonna agree with you um i love how aggressive future is on 3500 you know um two chains also has a great verse where he talks about being a born hustler um and also, shout out to Mike Dean for that guitar riff towards the end of the song. Like, that was on point. Nonetheless, Nightcrawler is a fucking banger and a half. I love this song. And what I especially love about it is Sway Lee's hook, man. Like, it's timeless. Most definitely. Shout out Sway Lee. You know, Lee. When, when he sings, like, when, when the night calls and when he gets you in that fucking zone, it's just, it's amazing. It really is. Well, um, most so, definitely. 3,500 won by 60% of the votes. Guys, let's move on to your takes now from round one. So like, like, like we said earlier, we divided this into two parts. We did um, a hot take and our favorite take. So, um, okay. All right, dude. Let's, let's do so, this, man. Let's see what's going on, man. Yeah. Um, so you want to say it? Yeah, I, w- I want to just shout out someone, bro, and someone that really rocks with us, and that's Talking Rap. I mean, Talking Rap personally DM'd us and gave us his his takes on shit. Shout out to you, bro. You're absolutely fantastic. And, you know, he said he voted no bystanders over pick up the phone, and I was kind of like, what the fuck's going on here? I'm like, okay, so he's on that <laughs> sort of shit. And then he's like, you know, but all he said then after that, like, all of the other matchups, you know, should have been, you know, sh- should have been the way they are. And... I, I kind of like, I see where he's coming from with no bystanders, bro. Yeah. I do Anyways, know. I, I do see it. Um, so the hot take we voted for here was um, sent in by Emiliano VM, who wrote Yosemite over the 31 songs. That's like, crazy. what the fuck are you on? That's crazy. <laughs> I'm bro, sorry, stop. Emiliano. That's, that's <laughs> blasphemy, buddy. Bro, what the fuck's going on with you, bro? That's you, blasphemous. You, you're going to take your... <laughs> he's going Yosemite. Over the 31 songs. Anyways, man, respect to you. Shout out Emiliano. Um, you have you have, you have some nerve, my friend. Um, let's move on to <laughs> our favorite take from the first round, which was sent to us by Saucy Sean, um, who wrote, some of these votes are scaring me. And That's that was so the vibe, true. man. That's that was so the vibe. True. That was... <laughs> He, he later wrote that that was in reference to Nightcrawler losing to 3500 and The Ends losing to Kansai. Oh... Fuck, bro, you guys were hilarious in the comment sections. Either you were roasting us for not picking apple pie or impossible, or you guys were like, what the fuck? Like, what kind of sorcery is going on here? Like, you guys are fucking with this so hard. Like, there should have been, bro, come on. Like, how didn't the ends get through? That's one of the biggest surprises so far. Like, I am still fucking sad about that. But hey, listen, bro, shout up. Shout out Saucy Sean, bro. Like, he literally had my favorite comments so far in the whole bracket. For sure, man. Um, Okay, let's move on now quickly to the second round where we're just going to predict who we think will advance and who we want to advance. So, drugs you should try versus through the late night. Hmm. Um, personally, I would hmm, like. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro, hold on. This you got to think about this. This is a hard no, one. No, th- this is simple, man. Look, this is a hard one. As good as through the late night is, drugs you should try it is the better song. I know that it will advance, and I think that it should advance just because, like I said earlier, it's Trav's trippiest song, and it's a fan favorite. 
okay, but listen, shout out Kid Cudi. You were fire. Okay? As long as, long as I give that respect to Cudi, I'm fine. Lou, read the next one. The next one is Anecdote versus Don't Play. Okay, that's so obvious. If you guys, if you guys start cheesing me with that fucking Big Sean feature, I'm gonna start raging in the next episodes, and I'm gonna call <laughs> you guys out. I swear to God, I'm gonna make a personal fucking list, like in my notes, of all the people that say, "Don't play" should have advanced over Anecdote. Anecdote is a banger. It should probably win this whole bracket. But hey, you guys are gonna pull some fuck shit out of your asses, so I kind of, right. I kind of just gotta watch it go down. <laughs> Next up, this is a tough one, actually. We have Maria, I'm drunk versus pick up the phone. Oh, oh my God. Shit, All right. This, um, this look, one's tough. It, it, it's tough. Um, I think that what will advance is Maria, I'm drunk. And I think that it should advance just because um, of how different it is. Like, it's such a unique Travis song. And everyone's on their fucking, you know, everyone's performing at the top of their capabilities. So that's what I think is going to happen. Uh, what about, what do you got about Mama Cedar and Upper Echelon? Um, there I think that hmm, that's, that's a tough one. I think that Mama Cita will advance, but I'm personally rooting for Upper Echelon. Hmm. I'm gonna go for Mama Cita on this. I'm rooting for Mama Cita. I don't think Upper oh, Echelon really? is stronger than Mama Cita. Yeah, I'm gonna keep Mama Cita on here. I think I had a bit of slander on on the first round, but you know what? If it passed, if it passed it, if it passed the first round, I gotta put respect on its name. I'm gonna go with all it, right. Bro. All right, let's move on to 90210 versus Sweet Sweet. What do you see happening here? Whew. Well, obviously 90210. I'm not even in the front, bro. 90210 is going to fucking crack it. But it's a shame because it's a really good Travis song. Yeah, it's honestly, it's going to be sad to see Sweet Sweet go... Um, well, actually, yeah, to see it go that, that, that early. Um, okay. Next up, Pray for Love versus Yosemite. If you guys let Yosemite pass one more fucking round, I'm going to start getting angry. <laughs> Yo- Yosemite has to stay here. Come on, guys. Yeah. Especially over 90210. It has to stay here, guys. Stop fucking around now. Let's get serious about this bracket. Let let Yosemite stay where it is. I'll give it the first round, but I can't give it a second round, dude. Yeah. Um. All right. Goosebumps versus Kansai. Goosebumps should get it. If you let that Don Tolliver feature go. Yeah. If you let that Don Tolliver feature go, you got a lot to contemplate as a Travis fan. I'm sorry. All right. Um, highest in the room versus 3,500. This should be fucking obvious, guys. Please, let highest in the room fucking die. Please. You'd, you'd, be, you'd be saving Luca a lot, of, a lot of pain. Like, if Luca would see this song get past another round, I think he'd just completely stop podcasting. I think that's what we would do. If we see highest in the room keep going, <laughs> I'm going to stop getting on a microphone and talking about hip-hop because I serve no purpose. But yes, 3,500 should be going through. All right, guys. Um, now let's move on. Actually, yeah, let's move on to your takes for round two. Um, so the hottest take for us here was sent to us by Ian Connor, intern, and he wrote in: "This bracket is dominated by the newer fan, by the newer, the newest Travis Scott fans, and it shows." Most definitely. Do you think that's facts? Do you think that's facts? Yeah, Do you think I Ian mean, Connor's intern has a point. For sure, man. You know, to see, you know, highest in the room go as far as it as it as, as it's going and to see, you know, a lot of picks like can't say move past the ends. I do feel like, you know, some newer Travis fans are getting a big say in this. Oh fuck, bro. Um, let's move on to our favorite take, which was sent by TJN27. And he wrote in Wait, Co- Yosemite beat Coffee Bean? Throw the whole thing away. That's fire. That's big facts. That is that was big a great facts. Fact. That's big facts. 
you know what? I, w- I would have thrown I would have thrown away the bracket as well. You're completely right, TGN. <laughs> You're completely right. All right, bro. guys. So we just did a, a recap of round two on what we think would have advanced, but we do have the results. So let's move on to the third round, which actually, as as you're hearing this, will probably be ending because starting at 9 p.m. on May 15th, when you're probably hearing this, um, the final um, four songs will be battling it out. Most definitely. Um, So at the end of the day, um, I'd like just to say like... um Round three was very special because there's there's a lot of big picks going at each other. And we don't know the end result yet. We will be knowing, as Lucas said, tonight. So at the end of the day, Lou, what did you think about, you know, what did you think about the final four? Like, how did that go on? Well, look, I mean, the first matchup of it is Drugs You Should Try It versus Antidote. Mm-hmm. And I think that Drugs You Should Try It is definitely going to make it um, to the semifinals. Even though Antidote is the fucking, you know, amazing banger that it is, I feel like at this point, there's no stopping drugs. You should try it. There's nothing going on, eh? So no, that's what I think is going to make the final four. Um, next up is, Ma- is Maria I'm Drunk versus Mamacita. Hmm. Yeah, Maria I'm Drunk has to pass here. Maria I'm Drunk has to pull through. I, and and it, if yeah, it doesn't and, pull through... And, and, it, it's actually standing at 65% right now. So it's, it's, it's looking strong. Yeah, it's safe to say that it's going to pass it. Um, let's go on to 90210 versus Pray for Love. Like, and I think 90210 is fucking destroying it now, isn't it? 90210 is standing at 89%, man. And there's no doubt. Like, this is just... This song is it will be a finalist. Like, mark my words, it will be a finalist. There's no doubt. Yeah, I do think it's going to reach the finals. I think Drugsy should try it and, and 90210 is going to take the take. Like, I, um, I think that's what's really going to come through on it. For sure. Um, and finally, we have Goosebumps versus 3500. Currently, Goosebumps is leading at 63%. So I think it's safe to say that it will advance. Um, um, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Lou. I, I want to ask you something. We mentioned in round two, like, you know, how we thought things would have gone by without seeing the votes and the results. So now yeah. we've got the votes and the results of round three. Do you feel as if like our takes were right for saying all of that? Like, do you think that we were spot on about our shit, or you yeah, know, that there I mean, were some f- things that should have been changed? For the most part, I think that we were able to predict everything. And you know, look at the end of the day, you you can't please everyone. Like everyone's favorite song at one point is going to be eliminated. You know, so it's just it's interesting to see you know that that something like Goosebumps is going to advance over thirty five hundred, which I think is the better song. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, but that's just a popularity contest at that point. You know, like you can't really sure. say anything else besides that. Um, so, Lou, how do you like this bracket format, bro? And like, you know, what what could people expect from us in the future? Um, they could expect more brackets like this, maybe shortened. We're going to see if we're going to maybe try to do 16 songs or 16 albums for the future. And, you know, more of these engaging, you know, types of, um, you know, just concepts where they can engage with us. Um, I do want to talk about our hot take and our favorite take of round three. Um, The hot take for round three comes to us by Kendrick's Beanie, who writes in, Goosebumps should have been gone by now. So You think so? um, It's kind of a hot take. Do you think that's realistic? Um, I think it's a hot take, just because, you know, people fuck with it so heavy, you know? Um, Okay. Our favorite take comes to us from Miles World, shout out Miles World, who wrote in 3,500... Beat Highest and Nightcrawler, LMFAO. Um, it was just, it was cool to see how confident he was that 3,500, you know, 
shouldn't have beaten highest in the room. Highest in the room. Um, oh, come on now. Stop that shit. Stop like, all that that's shit. Just, that's just laughable. Um, don't, don't, guys, don't bring that here. <laughs> honestly. Don't bring um, before that we ra- <laughs> Before we wrap this up, um, I just want to say that I think that the finals will be drugs you should try it up against 90210. Most definitely. And I think that I think that 90210 will run with it as it should. What do oh, you, you think? Oh, you think so? I, I think drugs you should try is going to take it. I think drugs oh, really? is going to take it. Yeah, I think drugs is going to I'll make a hot take here. I'll make a hot little claim. I think drugs you should try is going to take it. I think it's just a sleeper. Not that it's a sleeper pick, but it's a sleeper winner. I think a lot of people have already ruled it out. You know, because 90210 was on there. But for the most part, um, I do think that's going to be the finals. Guys, if you guys do fuck with these types of episodes, um, you guys could always interact with us. You know, DM us or Strapped. Give us your takes, you know, content that you guys want to see. We're going to be collaborating with so many more people. And, you know, this is the first time you guys are probably being introduced to Anthony and Lucas. So, you know, it's only going to be better from here. Um, It's quarantine. You guys should be all junking our shit. You know, there's there's no excuse for it. Don't be a lazy bastard. Get on the Apple Podcast app and listen to our podcast. You guys could find this on all the social medias shout out to strap for having us and welcome to the strap network yes sir guys and do not forget that this podcast will come to you every two weeks but if you want your weekly fix check us out at not for radio on apple Podcasts, spotify and all the other podcast platforms and don't forget to vote guys for the last two rounds things are going to get heated there's going to be a lot of debates and we're here for all of it guys stay tuned for these polls love you